World readjustment. The political readjustment of the world means this, that every race must find a home, hence the great cry of Palestine for the Jews, Ireland for the Irish, India for the Indians, and simultaneously Negroes are raising the cry of Africa for the Africans, those at home and those abroad. It is a cry for political readjustment along natural lines, and this readjustment has come out of the war of 1914 to 1918, because we, as Negroes, realised that if, with our knowledge and experience of Western civilization, we allow the world to adjust itself politically without taking thought for ourselves, we would be lost to the world in another few decades. The fall of governments. The fall of nations and empires has always come about first by the disorganised spirit, the disorganised sentiment of those who make up the nation or the empire. The one class opposing, fighting against each other, the other class seeking to deprive them of the essentials of life, which are necessary for the good and well-being of all. The class that ruled in the past and the class that rules now in government are the people who have always provoked the spirit of those who are ruled. Hence you have social revolutions, civil strife, which ultimately result in the downfall of the empire or the nation. What has happened in the past will happen again. I am not attempting to prophesy the destruction of any of the now existing empires or nations, but the empires and nations themselves are going to their own ruin. In Europe we hear of great industrial unrests, labourers uniting themselves and marching to the, to the representatives of governments asking for better conditions to alleviate their suffering. Instead of the representatives seeking to pacify and satisfy those who are in need, the representatives of such governments adopt a strong arm policy to, to prosecute and persecute those who suffer and appeal for aid from the nation or the empire. What happens? The dissatisfied who are driven away by the majesty of the law go back to those who suffer with them and scatter throughout the nation or the empire the spirit of dissatisfaction that ultimately, ultimately breaks out in civil strife, social disorder, which in turn brings the downfall of the nation or the empire. People who rule, being selected by the masses of their own, forget when they come into power that they have an obligation to those who place them in authority and through selfishness arrogate to themselves all that is good within the nation to the exclusion of those who suffer and to the exclusion of those who place them in their positions of trust. Hence monopoly, industrial, commercial and economic, which places power in the hands of the select few and through the selfishness of administration by the few they cause the majority of the masses to exist always in want. Through this want, a spirit of dissatisfaction springs up among the people, and they, in their passion, seeking to correct the evil, tear down governments. Great ideals know no nationality. My enemies in America have done much to hold me up to public contempt and ridicule, but have failed. They believe that the only result is to stir up national prejudice against me, in that I was not born within the borders of the United States of America. I am not in the least concerned about such propaganda because I have travelled the length and breadth of America and I have discovered that among the 15 million of my race, only those who have exploited and lived off the ignorance of the masses are concerned with where I was born. The masses of the people are looking for leadership. They desire sincere, honest guidance in racial affairs. As proof of this, I may mention that the largest number of members in the Universal Negro Improvement Association, of which I am President General, are to be found in America and the native-born Americans. I know these people so well and I love them so well that I would not for one minute think they would fall for such an insidious propaganda. All intelligent people know that one's nationality has nothing to do with great ideals and great principles. 
If because I'm a Jamaican, the Negro should not accept the principle of race rights and liberty, or the ideal of a free and independent race, then you may as well say that because Jesus was a Nazarene, the outside world should not accept his doctrine of Christianity because he was an alien. Because Martin Luther was born in Germany, the world should not accept the doctrine of Protestant Protestantism, because Alexander Hamilton and Lafayette were not born in America, Americans should not accept and appreciate the benefits they bestowed upon the nation. Because Marconi was an Italian, we of the New World should not make use of the wi of wireless tele telegraphy. Again I say, great principles, great ideals, no, na no nationality. I know no national boundary where the Negro is concerned. The whole world is my province until Africa is free. <laughs>